0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a spooky football Friday. A lot of you guys are going to be celebrating Halloween this weekend, doing trick or treat with the neighborhood and the kids and dressing up for your adult Halloween costume parties and everything like that. So, I hope you guys have a fun and safe weekend while you do that and indulge your sweet tooth. But we will get to football. It is a big weekend for the Tennessee Titans as they try to get back into the playoff picture and push to get back to 500. So, we will talk about the game, preview the game. I'll give you my key game plan points and who I think the key players will be on offense and defense. In our second segment, as we always do, we will do my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. A lot to talk about this week, so can't wait to get into that with you guys, and we will do Keeping It Plus 100 to go over the gambling aspect of the Titans game before we remind you where you can place those bets and take advantage of your inside Titans knowledge. At the end of the show, we will do Song of the AFC South and make sure that we tell you guys where your rooting interest should be for the weekend, and I'll go a little deeper than the division and give you guys some wild card information as well so that we're up to date on that throughout the middle of the season as things really push to start looking at how the playoffs are going to shake out. So we're going to get into all of that. Excited to have another game. Can't wait to get into all of it with you guys. Let's get it. your Tennessee Titans lead story is a huge game against the Buccaneers on Sunday. The Titans have a chance, as I mentioned, to get back into the playoff picture and get back to 500 in one fell swoop with a home game against a Buccaneers team that comes in at 2 and 4 off of a pretty humiliating loss to the Carolina Panthers in London, where the team looked pretty terrible, but they did have a bye week and were able to have extra time to prepare for the Titans. So let's get into our game preview. The Titans will have to pick up the blitz from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Defensive coordinator Todd Bowles, who was previously the head coach for the New York Jets before he lost his job there and then joined Bruce Arian's staff in Tampa, he blitzes 47% of the defensive snaps. That's second most in the league behind the Baltimore Ravens. So, the Titans will have to pick up those blitzes and and due to that, they won't be able to get some of the uh, big shot plays, uh, longer routes down the field, the streaks, the double moves, some of the route concepts on offense that take more time because the Buccaneers will be bringing pressure and they'll they'll have to you know be able to hold up. But you can't hold up as long as you probably need to to hit some of those uh, longer developing plays down the field. So they'll have to get the short to intermediate passing game going, which is where they're most likely going to have the most success anyway. The Buccaneers passing defense does give up three. 302 yards per game that's last in the league so you can expect to have success in the passing game and that's probably because they open their secondary up so much with all of the blitzing so to when that happens the titans will have to get some of their over the middle and quick route runners going early and that's going to be tight end Johnu Smith who has really started to grow into his role as this team's primary tight end. He's developed better at blocking although pass protection is still something that he struggles with at times but the way he runs his routes the way he runs with the ball after the catch these are all really good signs for a young player who's really starting to get it out there on the field and it's obvious on the tape so Johnu Smith will have to get going early over the middle on some of the quick breaking routes and Tannehill can get the ball out quickly. Same thing with former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Adam Humphreys. Uh, Adam Humphreys will be coming out of the slot for the Titans. As I've said before, he's not great with the ball in his hands after the catch, but he's fantastic at getting separation initially on his route. And with the blitz coming in Tannehill's face, he'll have to get rid of it quick. And that is literally what Adam Humphreys is here for, is to be that safety blanket, to get open really quickly with a nice, crisp route and give his quarterback a place to go with the ball. On defense, they'll have to create turnovers. The Buccaneers are minus two in the turnover margin. Jameis Winston is coming off a four interception, two fumble game. He has 10 picks on the year. This defense is going to have to utilize some more blitzing and utilize some more complex coverages than they needed to last week against Phillip Rivers, who was a Hall of Fame quarterback and going to dissect that anyway. They can confuse Winston with those. So they'll have to use that and create turnovers on defense. And in turn, they're going to have to stop Chris Godwin, and that's going to lead me into my key players for the game. Key player number one is Logan Ryan. He was fantastic against Keenan Allen last week. I highlighted him in my Tic Tac Titans segment on the show yesterday. You can go to Twitter at Tic Tac Titans and check out The plays that I posted to go along with my audio breakdown yesterday, but Logan Ryan will have to beat on Chris Godwin. He is their leading receiver from the slot. 43 catches, 662 yards, six touchdowns on the year. Logan Ryan will have to find a way to minimize his impact on the game to slow down this Buccaneers offense that, while has trouble running the ball, can throw the ball. Now, a lot of that is due to being down quite often, but Either way, uh, the Titans' defense will have to be prepared for the passing attack, and Chris Godwin is clearly the head of the snake there, and the Titans' Titans' best cornerback, Logan Ryan, will have to be a key player in, in shutting down Chris Godwin. Taylor Lewan will be going up against Shaquille Barrett the Buccaneers' top pass rusher. He has nine of their 13 sacks on the year, so that's something Taylor LeJuan's had a really good game last week against the Chargers. He's going to have to continue that against one of the league's most talented pass rushers and Shaquille Barrett. And lastly, like I mentioned before, Adam Humphreys in the slot will have to be a key for the Titans, and against a former team in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he should be more than ready to go out there and have a huge game. Let's talk about the injury report real quick before we move on. The Titans are in a pretty good spot right now other than at cornerback. Chris Milton and Adoree Jackson both have not practiced all week. Adoree hurt his foot late in the game against the Chargers. And at this point, unless he participates in some fashion on Friday, I would not expect him to be in the game, meaning backup cornerback LaShawn Sims will have an incredible opportunity to put some good tape out there. Jayon Brown, Titans inside linebacker, who I thought was sorely missed against the Chargers, was a full participant in practice on Thursday, so that is a good sign. Jack Conklin and Nate Davis were full participants as well, so they look to be on the men. Sharif Finch was not a participant again. He's been out for quite some time not certain when they're going to have him back. On the Buccaneers side, uh, the only real player of importance that we see here that uh, that's on the injury report is tight end OJ Howard, who is a very athletic, dynamic talent, even if he's not being utilized properly right now by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a Bruce Arians offense. He did not practice, so uncertain whether or not he's going to be able to go, but just something to look you know, pay attention to uh, as we go into the weekend to see who's going to be in and who's going to be out of this game on Sunday. So in our second segment, we are going to do my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview and keeping it plus 100 so we can talk about all the fantasy and gambling aspects of the Titans game. Speaking of the gambling aspects, want to remind you guys that my bookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. If you're going to bet This season, do the smart thing and place your bets at MyBookie. Visit mybookie.ag today. Use promo code locked on to activate the offer. Matt Williamson brings the Scouts perspective to the Locked On NFL podcast. We gotta talk twenty eighteen quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest But his deep ball passing is, like, the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. My beautiful, dark, twisted, fantasy preview. Let's get into some of the fantasy information for this game. And I'm going to come out swinging with some hot drops here. Start Ryan Tannehill. If you got any kind of buy this week, there have been some quarterback injuries. There are some backup quarterbacks playing. Ryan Tannehill is going up against the worst passing defense in the NFL. Right now, the Buccaneers are giving up the sixth most Fantasy points per week to quarterbacks at 21.4. There's not a lot of tape out there of how the Titans want to play offense with Tannehill, so they're still going to be able to do things and do certain counters that the Buccaneers aren't ready for or haven't been able to scout. Uh, I think Tannehill is just going to do a good job. Uh, I think it's a good situation. It's a good matchup. If you're streaming quarterbacks out there week to week, start Ryan Tannehill. If you have Pat Mahomes and he's probably not going to play, start Ryan Tannehill. You have a good opportunity there. I think that's a decent daily fantasy play and definitely a pretty good season-long play if you stream quarterbacks week to week, which I know a lot of people, that is their strategy. So that's something to keep in mind there. I also am not very keen on Derrick Henry this week in season long or in daily. Uh, He's one of the top 10 to 12 most expensive running backs in most daily fantasy sites. And right now the Buccaneers have the best run defense in the league. They're giving up the 30th most points, or should I say uh, third least fantasy points per week to running backs at 15. Just not a good spot. For Derrick Henry, the Titans offense, I think, should be healthy and get going, but I'm just not certain they let Derrick Henry get in the end zone, and he seemed to be pretty touchdown dependent so far. I would also probably stay away from Delaney Walker, hasn't really been healthy, hasn't practiced a lot this week, although that leads me into one of my big hitters, one of my surprises here. If you're playing Daily Fantasy, or you're part of the tight end wasteland in season long, pick up Jonu Smith. Right now, he's right around $2,800, one of the cheapest tight ends you can really get, and you can stack your lineup with some heavy hitters that are expensive if you get a $2,800 tight end in your Daily Fantasy lineup. Jonu Smith is really emergent, and I think that if you're really struggling at tight end and season long, you're in a deeper league. Pick up Jonu Smith if he has a good week this week. I think it could be a trend for him with Ryan Tannehill and how they want to play on offense with the Titans. So I would look at Jonu Smith as a daily fantasy target this week. And if you're drowning in the tight end wasteland and season long, might as well give him a shot depending on your bench. Right now the Buccaneers are second worst in defending tight ends in fantasy, giving up 14.7 points per week. They can't out outdo the Arizona Cardinals who just let tight ends run wild but Tampa has really struggled against tight ends George Kittle in week one eight for 54 Greg Olson week two six for 110 Evan Ingram week three six for 113 week five Jared Cook four for 41 and a touchdown so tight ends have really had their way against Tampa Bay uh, I would look for John Smith as Smith as a buy low daily fantasy option here both the wide receivers have consideration in daily fantasy. Corey Davis, AJ Brown, Adam Humphreys are all under $4500 on most sites. They're really low in terms of the rankings of wide receivers on those sites. You could get one of those options whichever one you felt best about, really really cheap and use that as a flex or a wide receiver 3 in your lineup. I would definitely key on Corey Davis. That would be my option he's only a couple hundred dollars more than the other two and it really seems like Ryan Tannehill trusts Corey Davis and he should Corey Davis should be one of the best wide receivers in this league with where he was drafted number five overall being in his third season so I I would not be surprised to see Corey Davis really take a leap in fantasy value having Ryan Tannehill at quarterback and the Buccaneers are second Worst in the league, giving up 36 fantasy points per game to wide receivers. And speaking of that, always the Titans' defense as an option. I I, I like them here. Um, Tampa Bay has a lot of turnovers, and there's a pretty good chance the Titans are going to be able to turn one of those turnovers into some possible points. So I really like the Titans in fantasy. This week, just based on the Buccaneers defense, the matchup that they have, I would target a Ryan Tannehill and Corey Davis stack in daily fantasy if you have that option. If you don't feel that comfortable, look at somebody like New Smith, and it just depends on how you're setting up your lineup, but I really like the Titans receiving options this week, and I like Ryan Tannehill as a possible streaming option for you as well. So, that is going to do it for our fantasy aspect. Of This segment we are going to jump into keeping it plus 100 real fast and take a look at the Titans gambling information here So we will start with the line Right now the Titans are two and a half point favorites. So you're given two and a half points there, but That's less than a field goal and a three or a seven in the spread for gambling is just a really terrifying number because that's just a, a really common outcome in the NFL for a team to win by seven or three. So I like that it's two and a half and not three. Three is your typical home field advantage. So it looks like they do think that the Buccaneers are a slightly better team here, just reading the line, because the Titans are at home. And like I said, three points is usually standard home field advantage. So if they're getting less, you know, a half a point less than that, it means that they do lean Buccaneers in Vegas. I'm going to take the Titans here. If we don't have to lay down three points, a field goal, that means the Titans can win by three and win you your bet. So if you're going to start placing bets like on mybookie.ag – I really like the Titans at two and a half. I think the Titans are a little bit better of a team than Vegas has given them credit for here because of the switch at quarterback, and I expect the Titans to be able to to win by three or more here, but I'll say something more about that in our prediction in the third segment. The over-under right now is 45 and a half. It does worry me a little bit with the Titans' resurgence on offense here, but I'm going to go ahead and play that as a strong under. The Titans' defense is not going to give up more than 20 points to this Buccaneers' offense. I don't believe that will be the case. And I don't see the Titans offense scoring more than about 24. So I'm going to go ahead and say play that under. I like the Titans line and I like the Titans under this week. That's going to do it. For our My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy preview and keeping it plus 100 for the week. So, we are going to jump into our third segment where we are going to talk about all of the Titans' rooting interests this week, Song of the AFC South, and tell you what the division opponents are doing. And then we're also going to start covering the Titans' possible opponents for wildcard positioning and playoff positioning and things like that. Uh, as the season progresses, we're getting into week eight. It's time to start looking at those things and thinking about those things, and if the Titans are able to get a victory this weekend, they have a really good chance of staying in that conversation until the end of the season. Before we jump into that, I want to remind you that the folks at Roman, a men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes, the secret to longer-lasting sex. Get $10 off your first order of swipes and free two-day shipping at GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL to get started. Do you ever find yourself wishing you could make some extra cash with your NFL knowledge? At MyBookie, they want to make your dream come true this season. Right now, all players are invited to play in the free $50,000 Survivor Contest, Winner Takes All. Contest starts October the 8th and closes October 14th before the start of Monday Night Football. Pick one team each week, survive the longest, and you can take home $50,000 in cash. Make a successful deposit with MyBookie, and you'll receive free entry into the contest today. Day. Between football season, the MLB playoffs, the start of the NBA and NHL seasons, it's time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. And if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKED ON to activate the offer. That's promo code LOCKED ON to double your cash. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Let's do a little song of the AFC South here before we talk about the playoff ramifications and rooting interest for Titans fans this weekend. The division is about the same as it's looked for a while. The Colts are at 4-2 at the top of the division. The Texans are at 4-3 after having lost to the Colts last week. The Jaguars are at 3-4, but having beat the Titans, they are above them as the Titans are at 3-4 as well. So it's a big weekend in the division. The Jaguars, are at home against the Jets. Now, I know that most Titans fans will be like, oh no, the Jags are going to win that. But some of the shine is starting to come off the Minshew mania. Jalen Ramsey is not coming back for this team, and that has to be a blow to the confidence. Sam Darnold and the Jets are not as bad as they looked against the Patriots, who may just have a historic defense this year. That's definitely in the realm of possibility right now. So I have faith that the Jets on the road against the Jags have an opportunity there to really help the Titans out and send the Jaguars to three and five. That would be a big help. Moving forward, Oakland is at Houston. Now, Oakland is one of those teams that we're going to talk about in the next kind of portion of this segment. But Houston is at 4-3, and three, and I think it would be to the Titans' advantage for the Colts to take a lead in this division and kind of take off and give themselves some separation. I don't want the Texans fighting for the division crown. I want them fighting in the wild card mix and being in the middle. I don't think the Texans overall are strong enough to make a push, go up against a loss to the Colts already and find a way to win the division. I think as Titans fans, we want to hope that they fall down into the middle of the pack and there's one clear winner of the division so that you know the Titans don't have to worry about two of those teams automatically getting into the playoff picture like is the case with another division in the AFC. So the last division game we'll talk about is Denver at Indy. I think Indy's going to win that game pretty handily, so um, that helps my theory. The Colts hopefully will go to five and two, and you know that'll help them get a stranglehold on the division, and the Titans won't have to worry about them as a, as a wild card opponent and they can just take the South and the Titans can worry about getting onto a wild card. Now, if somehow Denver is able to pull that out, that changes the dynamic of the season completely and changes the division completely. So obviously I want that to happen, but just don't see that as a realistic possibility. So let's talk about the AFC as a whole right now. I think there are some obvious division winners as things sit the Patriots are 7-0. There's no way that the Bills are going to be able to beat them and come back and win that division. It's just not going to happen. The Patriots' defense looks dominant, and they have Tom Brady on the other side, at least for now. We may talk about that next week. But the Patriots are going to win that division, most likely get the number one seat. The Bills are 5-1. The Titans already lost to the Bills. I think that's a lock. That's two playoff seeds right there locked. The first wild card, the Bills, and the Patriots with the AFC East. So that only leaves the South and one wild card spot available for the Titans because the Chiefs are at 5-2 and two in the AFC West, and I think it's pretty obvious with the Broncos and the Chargers being pretty bad football teams that the Chiefs are going to be able to win that division. Now, that's when we talked about the Raiders against the Texans because the Ravens are 5-2 and two in the AFC North, the Browns are two and four, the Steelers are two and four, and the Bengals are one of the worst teams in the history of the universe. So the way I see it, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Patriots have a clear win for their divisions. The Bills have a clear win for one of the wild card spots. That really just leaves the Raiders at three and three, the Texans at four and three, and the Jags at three and four, and the Titans at three and four. If the Titans can find a way to climb to five hundred here against the Buccaneers. The Raiders or the Texans? Go ahead, Raiders. Win that game. Go to 4-3. and three. Tie with the Texans. That's perfectly fine. I, I, I'm not worried about the Raiders long term. So I would rather them beat the Texans and murk up muck up their season a little bit and get them closer to the titans there is a chance the titans could be tied with the texans after this weekend and the titans have two more games against the texans which finishes my theory of why i want the colts to win the division over the texans the titans play the texans two more times they have a chance to sweep them and totally surpass them in the wild card standings so if we see that four spots are basically taken and it's the AFC South and then the last wild card spot that are really open. I want the Texans to fall behind and be fighting for the wild card since the Titans play them twice the rest of the year that that would be a, a perfect setup for me. So right now I just see the Jags, the Titans, the Texans, and the Raiders fighting for that last wild card spot. So that is the rooting interest for the week for the Titans we went around the AFC South. It's a really interesting week on our hands. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where the NFL really gets interesting because a lot of these teams that maybe look like bad teams, can find a way to win. A lot of the teams we think are good or maybe not as good. Some of the teams that have had some good circumstances so far, some people may say that's the Titans with the opponents they've faced, uh, are are not in the same position that they appear to be. So, this is kind of a movement weekend in the NFL, and I'm really excited to see how everything shakes out. That's going to do it for our show today. We just did Song of the AFC South and went over the rooting interest for the Titans over the weekend. In our second segment, we did Fantasy with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Preview. We did gambling with keeping it plus 100. Make sure if you place your bets, you do that at mybookie.ag. And then our first segment, we went over our keys to the game, our key players for the game. Really excited for this game this weekend. The Titans have a real chance to, to really get some momentum going, start stacking some wins with a little bit of a A tough schedule ahead with some recent news, so the Titans really need to get this win and get some momentum going to help themselves out with two tough games ahead. That's going to do it for our show today. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.